0: oh it's it's cold out there welcome again to the podcast neptune's cavern it is me your host victor eddie some call me yeti but you know that already and i got a great episode for you guys um i'm excited about this one because um i planned it and stuff um i got my points down i know what i'm talking about it's nice and well structured so we're gonna get right into it um, so I want to talk a bit about dealing with disappointment and shaping the self image. Um, I want to mostly talk about, uh, what we do, uh, when we don't fulfill the image we had of ourselves or the image that people had of us. Um, and I feel like that's kind of where disappointment, um, comes from, um, it's when our expectations are not meted um and when it comes to ourself and how we shape um how we see ourselves i feel like disappointment is a very big catalyst of that just to um outline what i'm kind of talking about and and maybe simplify it or explain it um i'm gonna start with a very practical story so boom right Um, I'm sure many of you guys are aware of the Yeti archive um, the little brand that I started um, for my senior year of high school um, because I want to try my hand inside of fashion because that's a big big passion of mine Um, I love fashion I love dressing I love all these different things and I want to try it out for myself at least get my get my feet wet a little bit um, hopefully I was hoping it would be a success I was hoping it'd be like a big thing that I can continue doing um, but with the most recent drop that just wasn't the case um, the bar that I set myself at and I thought here's where I can hit and here's where I can hit if I'm really serious um, and this is what success for this drop looks like and I was, <laughs> at least in my mind, I feel like I wasn't even close. Um, I shot for the stars, and I didn't even make it out of the atmosphere, right? Um, and, like, I had my boys along with me for the ride, so it wasn't even, like, too bad. I, I've i gotten a lot of learning out of this, and I'm finishing up. I'm seeing it through, even though... It, in my mind, at least, it was a bit of a failure. I'm still seeing it through. But it's the idea that I didn't hit where I wanted to hit. I didn't um, execute at the level that I thought that I could. And that created disappointment. That created um, that created friction with who I thought I was and what I thought that I could do and accomplish with what actually Happened and what is happening in the real world. Um, And reality is what I'm trying to say. So I think it comes down to two options. We have two options when we are met with disappointment um, in how we viewed ourselves versus the reality of ourselves. Um, And I think it comes down to love and hate. Um, You see, the self. We are very selfish beings. Um, So we tend to focus on the self a lot. And that's not good or bad. I think it's actually better than, more on the good side than it is on the bad side. Um, And I think it's our two options. We can either choose to love or to hate. Both are kind of the same. Like love and hate are two sides of the same coin. And we either love or hate ourselves. Both are still very centered on the self and in our own selfishness. And we kind of just see we're the center of our universe and stuff. And we become the center of our love or our hate. So I'm going to split it up in two parts. Um... First, I'm going to focus on the first option of what one can do when they are disappointed by themselves. Um, I believe uh, it go it's self-deprecation. Um, and I think the other option that we can pick is self-improvement. Um, I think both of these are very important um, and kind of something like at least... Uh, Uh, situation or conversation I had at work is what kind of inspired it and then for the self-improvement part uh, just from what I've been seeing on social media and especially on my feed and so on uh, inspired me to also talk about that and I realized oh man they're like pretty much the same and they come from the same root um, problem of you not being who you want to be or think you are Um, so we're gonna gonna get right into it so it's gonna be two parts I'm gonna hit the first part I'm gonna hit the second part and we'll see how we go with time so first let's define what self-deprecation means so if you search it up on google it will say self-deprecation is the act of reprimanding oneself by belittling undervaluing or disparaging oneself or being excessively modest uh it can be used in humor and tension release um and yeah i think it can be like normally a lot of good jokes are made through self-deprecation um and but, like, I think in some cases, at least I've always believed that there's always some truth in the joke somebody says. Um, I don't think we completely make jokes unless they're like completely ironic or whatever. Uh, but like, under normal circumstances, there's a little bit of truth that we put inside of a joke. Um, when I say when I say, man, I, I'm so hungry, I could eat a horse. It's like, okay, I probably can eat a horse. But there's some truth in there that, oh, I'm hungry, right? Pretty, it's not a, the best example, but you got to get the point, right? So I think the jokes can be funny, but um, what I'm really talking about is when it becomes a little too much and what was a joke actually starts to feel like a cry for help or the person is really just trying to say this thing but it's under the blanket of a joke so you don't take them too seriously but they're still voicing that concern so where this all came from was um one of my shifts that i was having and um i was in the woman's section this shift so I'm doing my thing. I'm folding. I'm cleaning. I'm I'm helping out customers here and there and stuff. And then I get this one customer, and she comes up to me and she's like, "Yeah, no, I'm looking. I'm looking for some training stuff, cause I'm gonna start. I'm um, I'm like, uh, working out or what? I don't remember whether she said she's working out or whatever, but she did ask for training stuff. Um, so she's for, looking for like Nike Pros and stuff. She's like, "Yeah, you know." Uh, quarantine hasn't done me much justice, <laughs> and we, like, both laugh, um, for me, it's mostly fake laughing, because, uh, I don't think anything's funny, that customers, like, 90% of customers that tell me a joke, it's not funny, but, you know, we red customer service, I gotta act like they're comedians, so I'm, like, laughing or whatever, right, um, and we're getting closer to them, and I'm, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so here's, like, the option she has, uh, we have, and, sh- and she's looking at them and she's like, oh, man, like, you guys got, like, two extra something? Because I, I, uh, that might be better at fitting me than all these ones. Again, she laughs. I'm like, ah, ha, ha, yeah, so funny. And it's like, man, she just keeps, like, the thing is, there was no break in between them. She didn't, like, make maybe a joke about the clothing or about the color or anything. It was, all, like, every, like, she made, like, five in a row that we're all making fun of herself, and it's, like, um, I think it was the last one, the last one, it's, like, it wasn't even funny anymore, it was genuinely, like, I wanted to tell her, like, yo, (laughs) like, bro, you're a little too hard on yourself, like, um, I was, like, yeah, you know, um, our selection of, like, this thing, I forgot what it was, I was like, our selection of this thing is a little lackluster, uh, so it's like, we might have better luck over here, and she's like, oh, no, that'd be fine, because, um, it would be a lot like myself, and at that point, I'm just like, yo, like, it's one of those moments where you want to push your hand on their shoulder, like, yo, <laughs> you want to talk about it, man? <laughs> like, like, I'm here to listen, like, inside of my head the whole time i'm just thinking it's like okay uh you've made it very clear that you are unhappy with your body uh and where you're at sure a lot of people are that way but like you're you're taking the right steps you're getting training stuff you're trying to get back into the gym you're trying to put in the work it's like you're taking the right steps So when I'm like hearing her just make fun of herself and just constantly tearing herself down, I'm just like, man, it's like, you're really too hard on yourself. Like you're not where you want to be. None of us are where we want to be, but you're taking the steps to get where you want to go. And that, that deserves a plot that deserves recognition, but you're not going to get anywhere. Just every single joke, five in a row, bro five in a row (laughs) like come on (laughs) right and just helping uh helping her shop around and stuff I'm just thinking to myself it's like man if you can tell those type of jokes to a stranger (laughs) like you don't know me I'm a stranger and your first um your first go-to jokes are just to tear down yourself how much more, like, when you're around people that you know or to yourself or when you're with people that you trust and stuff, you just let it all go, like, yeah, I'm the worst, I'm whatever, right? I don't know. That was just, like, a moment for me that was, like, man, like, uh, a lot of people, um, and I don't, I don't know her past. I don't know uh, what made her have that view of herself. And I don't like saying, oh, society did it, because society is a very big place, um, and there's no way you've met every single human that makes up society, unless you're talking about your immediate community, maybe we can have a conversation, but society is like a really big thing, right? Um, so may- I'll, I'll go down and say, uh, maybe your community, someone Maybe when she was younger or uh, in education or some institution and like just like it takes like it really just takes one not so great person to completely tear down your self image. And some people might say, oh, man, just like toughen up, just whatever. Right. But it's like that one person can be someone like you really trusted. And if they have something to say that is very negative about your body or the way you are or who you are. Uh, that can mess you up a lot because that's someone you trust, right? So I don't know what happened and I'm not going to pretend like I know Um, but it's man it's like, ha- where do you go from there? Because if you don't there's a lot of bad things that can happen when you don't love yourself it means that you're you can like there's self-harm you can do anything to your body and it doesn't matter because it's like, oh man, I hate my body anyways um there can be there like it's hard to love someone else if you don't love yourself because you'll constantly feel like that person uh deserves better and they should be with someone else um and you don't like deserve them being with you And i think that can lead to like paranoia and just like oh man like they're probably out to get me because why would they be with me uh, other than that, they have like an ulterior motive because I'm not worth I'm not worth their time. So it must be something else. And it can just branch off to so many different things when you don't have like a love and respect for yourself. And man, it's like that's so dangerous. Um, and I like this one saying um, I forgot where I heard it, but it was this um, it was saying how. Oh man, I forgot the whole thing and stuff. But just that—that that idea that like, like there's someone in you that's like strong and courageous and and ready to just take action and and do what needs to be done. You know, they're ready to go. And every single time that you make fun of them, or every single time you say, "Man, I'm I'm the worst. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm, I hate my body. I hate this. I hate that. Uh, I'm not. I'm not crap. I can't do anything." It's like you're tearing down that that warrior inside of you. I think that's powerful. You know, like in every sphere of life, confidence is, is very, very important. Very, very important. Whether it's from getting a raise uh, to getting a leadership role, uh, you need confidence. You need to believe that you can actually do it. Uh, hardly do I ever see somebody win an award and they didn't think that they could do it. Yes, there are times of doubt. There are times of, oh man, am I really, you know, doing what needs to be done? Am I am I really um, going to accomplish this? Yes, there are times of doubt, but like hardly. That's why I say hardly because I think there are some times where people like, get yeah, very fortunate and they they win it even though they weren't expecting it but I feel like most of the time especially the bigger the award the more confidence one needs to have um, especially if it's like a skill-based um, award or based on just merit and so on you have to have that feeling of I can actually do this Um, so when I'm talking to this lady and like every single joke, almost all of her responses were something about herself. I thought to myself, it's like, if you're so if you're just making fun of yourself all the time, when do you have the time to actually lift yourself up? If every other word you say is something bad about yourself, at some point you will start to believe it you will eventually start to believe what people say about you or no, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think you will eventually start to believe what people say about you. And you might be like, well no, well how does like, let me explain. Right? Yes, maybe you go to school and someone's bullying you and they're like, oh man, you're you're stupid and and you're a freak and you're a nerd and all these other things. Uh doesn't mean you'll immediately give in because if someone that's trusted, like your parents, are at home telling you, yeah, you're, you're great, you're an amazing person, you're, you're smart and beautiful, and all these different things, then it will come to a matter of who you trust more, but you are believing what they're saying about you at one point. Um, beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. We as humans are social beings, so we are kind of sponges to the things that people say and do to us. So I've had the privilege of having many people inside of my life tell me that I'm a charismatic, uh, outgoing uh, person. So I've believed them. And because I believed them, I continued using my skills in talking and making friends and so on. That's why I have a podcast cuz I can I believe that I actually have something worth talking about and the people will listen. Like and that's all from just listening to people's critique of me. And if you flip it around and I know many people um have been bullied in their lives and they're constantly being told that you are oh, you're useless. You suck. You're not good at anything. And, and I think that that really starts at a young age. And that starts for a lot of people who are, are a lot chubbier when they are younger. I say chubby uh, as <laughs> as a nicer word. And I was a little bit chubby when I was a little kid. But I watched a lot of basketball and stuff. So I played a lot. I dribbled a lot and stuff. So I had like these little technical skills and so on. So I wasn't really made fun of it for it because um, I... I had a sport, like, I wasn't the best runner uh, when I was a little kid, I wasn't the highest jumper or any of these things, but I still played basketball, so no one really, like, picked on me or whatever, and then, like, because basketball is a physical sport, an athletic sport, obviously my skills started to hone and stuff, and then I, like, lost my little baby fat, because I'm doing, like, a physical activity, but... Like, I was able to do all these things, and no one really gave me crap for it. But I know a lot of kids and a lot of people who are now grown now but still have that childhood trauma of being a fatter kid inside uh, inside a school. And kids would be like, oh, man, you're so fat. What the heck, man? And they're not good at sport because, like, I don't know, they might not have been introduced to one or just because of their weight. They just never took one up. So it's like you don't have that sport to fall back on so you're just bad at sports which is such a big thing when you're a kid being good at a sport is like a big thing as a kid so you're bad at sports so you're bad at PE which is the number one time to look cool (laughs) you're bad at sports you're you're a little you're visibly over uh not overweight you're visibly uh fatter than other kids and it doesn't even need to be weight it can be like smarts I know a lot of kids would be made fun of for being smarter or being more well-mannered or just looking different (laughs) honestly just looking different and it's like oh man you're this you're that and stuff and they they internalized and they didn't really tell their parents so their parents didn't like reinforce anything it was just kind of like business as usual and they trust the opinions of the kids at school because those are kids my age you make a standard like, this is what the other kids look like. This is what the other kids are good at. And I'm not good at them. And you just start to hate yourself. You start to be like, man, screw this. And then you grow up with all of those insecurities. Because they don't go away unless, like, someone really helps you uh, traverse through them. They don't go away. So, I don't know. I Like, I'm going to assume... For the sake of argument and for the sake of this podcast and the story (laughs) that I'm trying to like uh, structure here, that maybe that was the case, right? And it doesn't go away. And now she's used it as a joke because it gets a reaction out of people, a positive reaction out of people. And it makes it easier for her to talk about it. And... I don't know. It's like she's seen that uh, maybe it makes people laugh or whatever. So I'm going to use it. And that's going to be like, I guess, a redeeming quality or whatever. And it's easy. It's easy. prey because no one's going to feel bad and except me. <laughs> right. So, man, it's just like uh, we have this standard for ourselves. I want to look like this. And Uh, that's a conversation for another day of where we get our standards from but she had this standard of what she wants to look like who she wants to be what she wants to be able to do physically oh i want to be able to jot like run for the bus and not (laughs) almost collapse from exhaustion i want to be fit i want to wear i want to be able to wear this size um I don't know, just anything, right? I'm I'm trying my best to put my mind in that of a woman's, and it's not working because I'm a bad. Um, I know for guys, that image is oh, I wanna have this kind of bulk. I wanna look this way at the beach. Like I know for guys, this is a big thing. It's like I I want I, I want a six pack. I wanna I wanna be able to dunk. Like <laughs> it's all these different things, right? Um... Because it exists for both genders. It does. Um, And we don't hit that. It's like, but I still got my beer belly. I still got, like, I can't put on a tight shirt. Because now I look like I got boobs. Right? (laughs) And reality is cruel. And we don't achieve what we want. Right? Um, And what do we do with that? What do we do with that? And... This was one of those things where it's like, what do I do with it? I use it as fuel for a joke. And I just give up. And I just say, man, this sucks. And I can't do it. And I don't want to do it. And I hate the way my body is. Screw this. Right? But I think that... I think that uh, not necessarily that that's healthy. And not necessarily that um, one should hate themselves. But I think that that's part of the pro process of progress. There we go. Um, I think that you do have to have that moment of sadness and like, man, I'm not who I thought I was. I thought I was, I don't know if we're talking physically, I thought I was supermodel level. I thought I was, I thought I was. NBA player level but now someone just crossed me up and I look like a fool or now I just put on like a tighter outfit and and I don't look good in it at all what the heck I'm not who I thought I was I I just made this whole brand I I advertised I I made the best apparel that I could I tried my hardest. God knows I tried my hardest with the designs, like finding the right people to make the designs, finding the right garments to use, like just getting mentorship, getting wisdom. I consulted people. I brought as many people in. I worked with others. I I did all of these things. I worked with the best printers I could find. I worked with everything and it still didn't work out. What the heck? Am I? Maybe fashion's not for me. Maybe I should just give up and just find something else. Maybe I should just, maybe it's not for me. And, and you know what? I'm not the guy that I thought I was. And I just need to stop trying so hard at these things because I'm wasting my own time. I'm wasting other people's time. I'm wasting my own money. And I'm looking like a fool in the process. I've had these thoughts. But I think part of the process is having those thoughts and being able to reflect on them. But I think it's even more important that after those thoughts, you bounce back and you can say for yourself, but you know what? I'm still going to try to be that person that I want to be. Because you're never where you want to be. And if you stop because you realize that you're not who you want to be, Then, like, that's the biggest failure. The biggest failure is giving up. I think that you can have that time that down that man, I I did not perform the way I wanted to. And you go back into the lab and you start working. You start working. How do I make that better? How do I how do I get the body I want? What tools do I need to make my dreams a reality? And that's what we're gonna get into for the part two self-improvement but not only self-improvement because that's all well and good and if you want self-improvement talks just go on instagram (laughs) there's so many there go on youtube i don't want to just talk about self-improvement but some dangers that are in the way we talk about self-improvement the way we talk about bettering yourself it's not only just like yeah you know you no know, improve yourself but what are some dangers that come with that because making fun of yourself in jokes is all fine and good or whatever but what's the dangers it's doing it too often and now actually starting to believe what you're saying you can go anywhere to find things about self-improvement and the signs behind uh this charisma and oh what what Did they call them Sigma males or whatever? (laughs) some nonsense like that. You can hear all the self-improvement and and, um, motivational speakers you can find that probably have a bigger platform than me. Millions of more viewers than me or listeners. But I want to talk about uh, some dangers that I almost fell into uh, when it comes to self-improvement and the narcissism that can come from that oh oh shoot man you know what time it is man they're calling me back i'm pretty sure they just finished making the clam chowder over at the cafeteria yeah we got a cafeteria in 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 neptune Neptune's a lot like earth bro don't don't get it twisted i'm gonna see you guys on the next one stay tuned for part two and you know what man tell someone tell someone you appreciate them we don't do that enough tell someone you appreciate them and you appreciate everything that they do for you yeah the intonation all that was terrible but i will see you guys on the next one take it easy